Hi, this is Be Play Love, the parenting podcast that you can fit in your pocket. Short, informative and interesting interviews about everything from toilet training to how emotion coaching works. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. The next interview is one of the diamonds from our archive. Enjoy. My son is at a point in his life when anything that doesn't go his way breaks his heart. His sister takes a toy off him. Devastation. We change his nappy. The world is ending. I take the knife off him. Tears that would unravel the hardest of hearts. He's not even two yet, so fair enough. He's still working things out. But when and how do we start to teach our children about dealing with disappointment? I struggle with this daily, particularly with my daughter, who's almost four. I never quite know how to soothe her broken heart when that helium balloon escapes her grip and floats away. Danielle Jans is a childcare manager with the Benevolent Society, and she deals with childhood disappointments on a daily basis. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hello. I'm very well. How are you? Good. Sounds like it's a busy time in your household, as every household is. Yeah, look, I find it, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I think for me... Um, I've, I listen to the advice about, you know, mainly from emotion coaching, I guess. So, you know, acknowledging when your child is having a hard time or, you know, and, and just saying, oh, that's frustrating or you, you must be angry about that. Um, and when it comes to them, her not getting her way about something... And of course, for them, it, it really does look like their world is ending. Um, I find I'm torn. I'm like, do I empathize with her misery? Do I try and stop her misery by finding an alternative, like a distraction or, or find her the thing that's upsetting her? You know, if she lost a balloon, do I try and find her another one? And, and then I sit, sit there and think, are all of these things wrong? I mean, she's got to learn to deal with disappointment. What's your take on that kind of situation? Look, I think it's it's something that not many of us really embrace. Gee, that didn't go so well. Uh, but it is an important lesson that we have to have to help our children and support our children to learn because ultimately at some point in time, they're going to have disappointments and they're going to experience what that feels like and what that means for them. And if they've had no experience in throughout childhood of what a disappointment is, what it feels like in their body, how they manage it, who they can get help from, what does support look like, then when you get to be an adult, you've got no blueprint on how to do that when a, when a really big disappointment might come your way. And people really struggle with that. So childhood is a beautiful opportunity for us to start supporting children to learn those life skills, if you like. So are we able to... Uh, when I say able, is it is it a good idea or not to empathise with a child while they're experiencing disappointment? So let's just take the example of the balloon. My daughter, we were out recently and it was at an event and they threw balloons out into the audience. Yep. And then I don't know why they took them all back and the audience was full oh. of crying children. Oh. Um, and she was just devastated. And I thought, oh, you poor thing. I understand why you're upset that you don't have that balloon. So in that instance... Do I use that language of emotion coaching where I say, look, I understand that you're really sad that you didn't get the balloon. That's upsetting, isn't it? And then say, but sometimes we just can't have what we want. I mean, what, how do you feel about those phrases? Gee, you're great, aren't you? <laughs> I listen to you, Danielle. really hard. We all try, even, you know, 
I had a classic example last night with my own daughter. We all try really hard, I think, to try and buffer our children from disappointments and upsets and hurts. But if we, if we are able to kind of take our parenting hat off our head a little bit or just tilt it to the side a little bit, give ourselves a space to think, you know what, I'm actually, this is a learning opportunity and this is the beautiful chance that I've got to help them learn this life skill. So depending on how devastated your child is, because you have to remember at that point in time, it was the world for her. That balloon was the world for her. So not getting it or having to give it back, it was a big deal for her. So depending on her level of distress or upset or disappointment, try and keep your phrasing really short, I think. Sometimes it's just to say, you had to give the balloon back. Gee, that doesn't feel so great. That's really disappointing. I know you love balloons. And sometimes just by naming what's going on for the, for the child with them and letting them know what that emotion or that experience is helps take some of the anxiety out of it because they think, you know what, you get it. It is disappointing and I am upset and I am frustrated and you understand. And sometimes that's just enough to help take it down a level where you can actually say, gosh, you know, I don't like giving my balloons back either. But it's important because we know that we've got other balloons. Some people don't have them, you know, or whatever your particular take on it may be. Um, it might so, be that a child doesn't get picked for a sporting team and that can absolutely shatter children too. You know, well, why didn't I get picked? And that is a real disappointment. So it's about saying, you know, you didn't get picked. You were really excited about it and it didn't work out so good. Just naming it lets them know that you're in that moment with them. So my question is, once you've acknowledged how they're feeling and it's a disappointment, so they haven't been chosen for the team, they haven't been able to get that um, lollipop or whatever it yeah. might be. Is it appropriate to sort of go to the next level and say something like, you weren't picked for the team, but you'll be good at something and then you'll get into that team or just to try and peg it for the future. So you're disappointed now, but there is, there is a way through it. And sure. there, there will be, you know, you can't have a lolly now, but you can have a lolly next week when you haven't had five in the one day, you know? Yeah. Basically, depending on the age of the child, what sort of detail you go into and, and whether you revisit it later on or um, whether the child actually is, is quite okay with the exploration of the moment that they've had with you at the time. Um, if, if your child's old enough, then you can, you can explore a time where they may have been disappointed before. So, you know, you wanted to have your favourite truck when your friend came to visit and they really wanted to have a turn. It was really hard for you to, to hand it over. You really didn't want to share, but you were able to share. And then when they left, it was all yours to play with for the rest of the afternoon. And it was great that you had fun with your friend. You didn't get picked for the team. That's really disappointing because I know you were really excited to be part of that team. Maybe that's not the team for us. Let's think about, let's think together so that they know they're connected in with you. Let's think together about how we could work through it, what else we could do. If they're old enough, they'll be able to come up with some ideas. Some of them might be quite out there and that's absolutely fine. Um, it might be that they didn't do as well in a, in a test at school. Um, and therefore, okay, so what, what have we learnt from it? What do we need to do for next time? It might be really little ones when they're in the, over at the park waiting to have a turn on a piece of equipment and there's other children on there that just really aren't getting the whole turn-taking or people-waiting idea, just to sort of crouch down before they get worked up and say, you know what, you're waiting really patiently and it's so hard to wait, but I'll wait with you. So they get the message that there's somebody in that moment with them 
and they'll and that you'll support them through it. So life is full of disappointments, unfortunately, but there's a lot we can do to help children understand and feel comfortable about what they're feeling, why they're feeling it, and then there is the opportunity to think about other ways to move through it. And what do you think of phrases like, life isn't always fair, you can't always get what you want, because, you know, when I've been at a loose end, I have been known to sing the Rolling Stones song yeah. to my daughter, <laughs> and uh, I'm not quite sure that's actually worked, um, because in the back of my mind, I think I don't want her to grow up and become an adult and then face some hard things and then think, nobody ever told me life was unfair you know like I don't want to be you know how, and how that's, appropriate that's part are those? of our role as parents is to try and give our children life skills so that when they do have those glitches and bumps in the road as almost everybody does at some stage um, they've got the skills to cope with it and they've got the skills to be resilient about it and work through it or work around it so I think it's it's important too to let them know that you've had that experience too you know you wanted to have to be picked on the team. When I was little, I wanted to be picked on the team too and I missed out and this is what I did. And they go, oh, because they really, you know, it's hard for them to comprehend that you've had those moments as a parent as well. When they're older, of course, as little people, it's more about that waiting and turn-taking and, and the natural ebb and flow of delight and frustration that goes with with play that's just a natural flow through so it's about supporting children in those moments when they're little so that as they get older we can have those conversations with them and let them know you know what sometimes things don't work out the way that we thought they were going to let's have a think about what that means but you do think it's important that if for example um, that balloon disappears that you don't run out and buy a replacement balloon straight away well, if you, if you think about what could happen when they're a bit older in life, if you know they don't get that great job that they went for, you can't actually go out and pay someone off. Well, maybe you could, but the few, most of us couldn't go out and pay someone and say, look, just please give them that job. They really, really want it and I really can't cope with them being upset. That's not going to happen. So it's about saying, you know what, you didn't get the balloon. That, that didn't work out so well. I thought we were going to get a balloon together too. Gosh. Okay, so what's the things we can do with a balloon? Well, you can you can bounce it up and down, you can pass it, you can... You know what, I'm thinking about what we've got at home. What do you think we've got at home that we can do all those things with? You know what, we've got a ball. There we go. We'll go home and we can have a play with our ball. And it won't pop like a balloon does. <laughs> and I'm so seeing my daughter in that situation and she would just cry the whole way home because yeah, she didn't get her balloon. Devastated. She's yeah. devastated. And it, I think it's important to get in really quickly when, you know, she's only little. So try and get in really quickly. When you realise that the balloons are being taken back, hop in and say, oh, you know what? It looks like all the balloons are being given back. Have a look. Everybody's passing their balloons back. So we're going to pass ours back too. And that sets her up for, that gives her the expectation of what's going to happen, but it also gives her the preparation that this is what you're going to do together. So if you had to summarise in a couple of points, you know, those easy things for parents to remember, how would you advise parents deal with disappointment? Support disappointment right from an early age. So we want to support the idea that, if something doesn't go well and to, you know, using the words that didn't go so well can often help. Um, letting, letting your child know that there's someone there to help them, that they're not on their own with this feeling that they've got and that you understand what's going on. So keep it short, sweet and to the point. 
gee, that was disappointing. That didn't work so well. We had to give the balloon back. Let's have a think what we can do next. And, and that gives them a connection moment with you as well, that they've got support to work through it and that you actually understand what's happening for them. Danielle, thank you. I'm definitely going to try that out. Oh, you know, probably this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> try and get in early before, before the disappointment builds too much. That's right. Well, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Danielle. Absolute delight. Thank you. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me. Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.